And welcome to the M2 Podcast. How's it going, everybody? This is the show where we cover esports and personalities, gaming industry-related news, new and upcoming games, and technology innovation. This week, we are going to be covering Gamescom. With your host, my name is Michael Antony. My co-host right here is Mr. J.K. Heath, Kyle Heath. And pretty much what we like to do before we get into the news is just do a little recap. Like, uh, what have you been up to the last week, Kyle? Oh, this last week. You want to know what my main? Week. You want to know what my main game was this last week? Um, was it Smite? No, it was not. You'd be surprised. <laughs> I ventured out a little bit. I can't remember if I mentioned oh, it last week. Out. No, yeah, where'd but, you go? Where'd you go? Um, but I got back into now. This you're gonna hear this name is probably gonna hit you. I don't know if you played it or not, but it was Realm Royale. Do you remember this game? Dude, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't seen or heard that game in a long time. Dude, oh, that's I, it's still in the high res family, you know. Um, oh yeah, but yeah, but Realm Royale Reforged was announced recently, so they apparently did some patches to it, and they're like kind of just bringing it back, and it's got a little bit of a player base again. So uh, we we hopped cool. on that, and uh, yeah, we've been playing that. It's actually been a lot of fun. It's just been like I don't know, just playing different BR, and there's not like a bunch of stuff in it, so it's not overly complicated. Um, but there's still some like cool mechanics and whatnot, so it's fun to like play and um try and get better at. So just been uh, messing around on that. They only have like solos and trios. They don't have duos. They don't have squads. It's very interesting. Not bad, but, that's not yeah, bad, still, though. still, still, uh, still a lot of fun though. That that's been a uh, my main game this week aside from a little bit of the usual. But um, I think I ventured out. Yeah, because like most of the weekend I was busy, so just doing IRL stuff. So. Didn't yeah, really get a bunch of gaming that. in that weekend, but but still playing during the week when I can. So yeah, that was um, I mean, that was it for the most part. What about you, Mike? Just about the same thing. Like not not Realm Royale, but like IRL stuff was taking up a lot of my time, so I didn't really get much of a chance to sit down and play some games. I've been working on essentially like a study guide, cheat sheet, and everything going on with Halo Infinite because the like, we're trying to take the team out there this month. Um, the recording is September 1st, so the actual tournament's on the 26th, or not the 26th, but like that weekend um, coming up. So I'm trying to just get prepared for that, help the guys out. Not much like real gaming on new stuff. Like I got on Rocket League a little bit, played around there, just had some fun. I've been watching a buttload of YouTube videos, a ton of like Game Sprout. You ever watch Game Sprout? I haven't heard about Game Sprout in a while, but yeah. Yeah, they still they still make content. They're still shipping out like videos every couple of days. So nice. I was watching a bunch of that. I was watching game ranks and uh, just like trying to stay informed. Um, catching up on Gamescom, watching yep. the trailers. And oh yeah, checking into all the games. So I think I've been more of a consumer than I have been of a uh, like a consumer of content more so than like a gamer. Yeah, this last week I'm right there with you. I don't know. Dude, I've been on a podcast kick lately, so like, especially during work and stuff, I'll just like throw on some like comedian podcasts, and it's been a, it's been great. But that's that's been like my main YouTube like rabbit hole lately. <laughs> that stuff. Yeah. So, see, I I go in the opposite. Like, I I'm on the opposite wavelength as you right now. So I've always listened to like podcasts and like just random videos of like trying to learn stuff, right? Like that I find interesting. And right now, I've gotten tired of listening to the same content as like a podcast format and i'm 100 percent on this like music kick like i'm going back and i'm listening to bands i haven't listened to in like a year and i'm like dude i really want to go to a show like i haven't been to a show in a while (laughs) so i gotta i gotta get out there and go see a show of like a band i really love you know those bands you just know every single word every single lyric 
Yeah. That's that's what I want to go check out. Hey, I get to do that this coming weekend, so I'm feeling you there, man. That's a fact. That's feeling a fact. Feeling you there. So. I mean, it's going to be nice, so. Labor Day weekend about to hit. I haven't done anything. I don't I can't remember the last time I actually did anything like Labor Day weekend that was like fun or anything. <laughs> kind of just like for the most part, just kind of chilled. Yeah. But we changed it'll it up this year, guys. dude. Yeah, yeah, it'll be yeah. cool. I'm excited. I think it'll be a fun time. Um but yeah. So we've got some things going on over the weekend, but you know. This isn't so much about what happened or what's going to be happening this weekend, right, Mike? We we no. uh we we gotta talk about Gamescom. We didn't even talk about it last week. I mean, it's been. We we tried you know, not to. I think we yeah. I think we hinted on a few like small, um, known games that were already like in the works, like Splatoon three or Dead Island two was rumored yeah. at that point. I think so yeah. Um, but we didn't really get into it. Yeah. So yeah, I think the only announcement we kind of talked about was the uh, the PlayStation Pro controller. They announced that on yeah, Open Night right. Live, but mm-hmm. other than that, yeah, I mean, Open Night Live. I mean, we're since we just could be covering that for the most part. Um kind of highlighting that, you know, games we think you look forward to and games we find interesting. So it's going to be kind of a review roundup of that type of stuff and just giving our thoughts on everything. Um, and I think I think it's safe to say it's probably majority. I know I think there was like a future game show and like an Xbox, like more in-depth Xbox showcase that happened of like there are a lot of their flagship titles. Um, yeah. We won't be covering that, I don't think, necessarily, and at least not in-depth. Um, it's mainly just going to be around opening night live and kind of the announcements surrounding that. So that will be a majority of that. Um, there is one slight update I wanted to give for hardware stuff, and we'll get mm-hmm. into that first because I think th- this is actually something we've been waiting for for a while. So um, AMD, you know, we've been hearing like, oh, you yeah, know, that sh- those chips are coming soon. The Ryzen uh, 7000 series. And sure enough, this week um, there was announcements made about and all the details we've been like waiting on on Ryzen 7000 series. So. Um, in a uh, Together We Advance PC live stream, this was on Monday, those top of the week, um, they finally announced, Ryzen finally announced the, uh, the next flagship 7000 series CPUs. So we're talking everything from speed to price to um, TDP to their, like just everything, like everything you want to know about these things. Um, they went in depth uh, talking about the top two Ryzen 9 processors, um, the flagship Ryzen 7 and the flagship Ryzen 5. Um, so uh, it looks like the price range in terms, so if you were to get Ryzen 5 7600X, um, which is the kind of the baseline for now, that's a six core, 12 thread, base clock is 4.7 gigahertz, <laughs> and then they could boost, boost clocks up to 5.3 on Ryzen 5. That's only $300. Like, that's it. Trying to get a Ryzen 5? Ooh, that's Insane. <laughs> Insane, man. Um, the Ryzen 7, the 7700X, that's an 8-core, 16-thread processor with a 4.5 gigahertz base clock and a 5.4, up to 5.4 turbo. Um, and it has... Um, the, keep in mind that... So the TDP of the Ryzen 7 and the Ryzen 5, there are only 105 watts, which I think is like pretty standard across you know how it's been for Ryzen, I think, for the most part. Um, yeah. However, if we go to the Ryzen 9, so we had the Ryzen 9 7900X and the 7950X, um, the TDP actually goes up to 170, <laughs> so it's a pretty big jump uh, to the Ryzen 9 processors. But they are 12-core, 24-thread, and 16-core, 32-thread, respectively, with um, base clocks of 4.7 and 4.5 going all the way up to 5.6 and 5.7 in the turbo end, and almost double the cache, I think, from... 
the uh to the lower models so um and the price ranges are 300 400 550 and 700 dollars at retail um they will all be available on september 27th um so end of the month right around the time uh right around the time the halo event happens which you know where all the boys be at so yeah um should be an interesting weekend but yeah this is um this uh th there were some more graphics they went into in terms of um the ipc uplift and max frequencies and the total single thread performance um of course they give you all these numbers and how like much better it is um but you know as all especially all tech youtubers they'll tell you like you know always this is manufacturer numbers so you know just until we actually test and they actually see it's um safe to take these maybe with a grain of salt so um but yeah i mean overall you know there's they, they also talk about chaos v rays and you know energy efficiency and like a bunch of other stuff it's like may not be as <laughs> relevant to you know the average gamer but, but there's definitely some improvements there so um overall it's just good to see it's good to see this stuff i mean i think the biggest another huge takeaway from this is that um they are moving away from am4 socket and moving on am5 socket which is kind of the more like intel right. inspired <laughs> side there's no more pins on the bottom um of the cpu that you could potentially bend and break that would uh, brick your CPU, so less to worry there. Um, they did say that um, AM5 motherboards, the pricing will start at 125 and they're going to be supported at least until 2025, um, hopefully longer. Um, but we'll see. I mean, you know, this latest AM4 was supported since 2017, so it had about a five-year life cycle. We may see something less, may see something more, depending on, you know, um, the advancement of technology and where we're at in three years. Um, I feel like they're ready to move on from that, but... But it's good to know, you know, that um, it says coincidentally, uh, the Zen 5 is predicted to launch in 2024. So that's <laughs> except for this. Um, yeah, but pretty, pretty crazy stuff. I mean, they're always looking ahead. And they're always way ahead of, um, I, I feel like they're always working two generations ahead. <laughs> like when, when it comes to hardware, that's what it feels like. Um, so, um, but very good news overall. Ryzen 7, it's, it's available at the end of this month. And start building uh start building your boards getting that nice yeah. ddr5 get that nice ddr5 <laughs> ram dude it's uh oh it's getting crazy mike we're here man we're almost here kind of wild yeah i think uh three four months i mean you can have the gaming pc of your dreams you're gonna be spending a lot of money um yeah. you gotta admit that like the prices are actually pretty affordable when you compare it directly to intel for what you're getting right so like right for people that don't understand everything that we're saying is Intel has kind of been slacking and AMD, like the main thing that Intel had over AMD was the single clock uh, performance, like the speed and the frequency mm -hmm. that they could get, which made it ideal for gamers, right? That's why most like gamers have Intel CPUs, I think. So AMD finally figured out how to do the single core. So not only do they have like the 6, 8, 12, 16 core that's ridiculously fast, they can also mm -hmm. operate in a single core fashion for gamers as well. And it's faster than Intel now. It's crazy, so, right? And it's so oh, it's man. pretty much cheaper. Like the, these numbers are kind of wild. Yeah. So I think Definitely. this is going to drive Intel to bounce back and get faster for sure. Um and sure, AMD's man. pretty good at like supporting their software and their gen or their uh their hardware for 5 plus years so oh yeah yeah it's gonna promote competition always good keep tell on their toes um but yeah i mean that's 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 all there really is to kind of report on this 
Um, if you do want to get a new rig, I mean, it's for the most part, especially if you're DDR4, I mean, you're going to have to get new a new CPU, a new motherboard, and new RAM <laughs> at the very least. Um, and right. then, of course, you know, depending if you have an old GPU and that, that could bottleneck your PC, you may have to end up getting a new GPU, so it could be a, could be a trickle-down effect. Unless you have a newer one, then you should be fine. But, um, but yeah, it's um, maybe a little bit on the pricier side in terms of an upgrade, but performance is going to be insane if you have like a six plus year old pc <laughs> so, oh for sure um, yeah it's gonna be good i i kind of want to go with the 7700x that's me yeah i'm thinking yeah be cool upgrade dude so something about the 7900x like dude just to have a ride <laughs> just to have a ryzen 9 like i've always wanted a 9 whether it's a 99 or a ryzen 9 oh man yeah. something about that just i feel like it would just hit may not be necessary <laughs> for my tasks nine. but i mean it's kind of what I feel like when you get to Ryzen 9 or like an i9, you're kind of just buying it to just say you have it, <laughs> like more so than yeah. the actual, like, you know, uh, what is the, uh, I guess, I'm trying to think of the word for that when you're, when you're like, when you're buying up, but it's like, um, but, um, uh, the, what am the, I thinking the of? Big, the big term that people like to use is lifestyle creep. Yeah. Is that what you're referring no, to? No, that's not what I'm thinking so, of. What am I thinking of? Oh, okay. Um, diminishing returns. That's what I'm thinking of. So, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, yeah, I feel yeah. like Ryzen Nine, especially once you get up there, it's like, especially for the average, like for someone who's just really gaming on it, that's yeah, oh it's, yeah, it's, it may not be worth the hundred fifty dollars, but if you want to say you have a Ryzen Nine, it's worth it. So, <laughs> well, the hilarity of what we're talking about here is every single one of these three hundred dollars now gets you four point seven gigahertz stock yeah. on. Yeah, that is that's, more yeah. than enough for every title. It's crazy, man. Yeah, well, like that's nuts. Um, the thing that's kind of absolutely worth noting is the power draw is 170 watts for a Ryzen 9. And that comes on the heels of what we've heard rumored, like the RTX 40 series, yeah. 4000 series is like 400 watts or something. something. ridiculous, yeah. That's like what they yeah, so, so you, you're going to need a, a kilowatt power supply. Yeah, I mean, easily. You're going to need one. Yeah. At least, like, you know. It's going to be wild. That's the other thing, too, is like... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I saw I saw videos on it too. They were mentioning the power. It's like, it's um. I, I think I think AMD was kind of trying to justify in the presentation that they're not just like doing more power for the sake of just having more power. It's like there's they actually had some justification behind it of why like you know it may be a little higher than people want. But, but yeah, I mean, so it's, past, it's up there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. But yeah, that was pretty exciting news just to hear over the the last week. Um, it the news dropped like two days ago, and I saw all these tech YouTubers. They must have been sitting on these videos for a while because they were just like, okay, everything releases once the AMD, like, yeah, uh, like press conference launched. Yeah. They're really quick with it. Oh yeah, embargoes, baby. Yes, sir. We no longer we no longer have to worry about embargoes from Gamescom leaks and rumors because it is time. It's time yes, to break sir. this down, Mike. I, mean, I all, right. all right. For those listening, I, I hope you have at least forty five minutes. Just sit back, relax. About to walk you through all things opening night live at least our thoughts on what we thought about stuff mm -hmm. um i mean i was just gonna start off right off the top mic with everywhere um that game the first game that they showed it's um yeah. it's a little it was a little odd when they were kind of describing it because it's very much like they're just like we're not really gonna tell you what it is but it's multi-world yeah. and so it's kind of we're, we're kind of presenting it as it's whatever you want it to be kind of thing <laughs> it's like which sounds intriguing um but also sounds scary in today's gaming climate um 
so it's like i love this idea but i don't know if i just love the idea and like i'm hoping for the actual game because like i the, i just want more info on this i guess is what i'm like trying to get at because it's like right now it's still you can tell it's very early and it's kind of just like i see what they're going for but i'm apprehensive so i don't know what your thoughts were on everywhere well i i guess for the people that are only listening right um it's there's not much known about it and yeah. it's it's like so what we do know is that it's going to be released sometime next year right in 2023 yeah. it's uh it's an open world game and it's built like they don't even technically have a publisher but the developers build a robot boy like, <laughs> yeah i've never I, heard of no. him before <laughs> never heard um it, it, then like the description of the game from their website and i'll read this word for word Everywhere seamlessly blends gameplay, adventure, creativity, and discovery in an all-new multi-world gaming experience that redefines how players connect with one another and with the digital world around them. Dude, do you have any idea what that means? I I don't know, but I love it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what it, I have no idea what they're getting at, but like at the same time, like I'm intrigued. Like, I want to see what this is all about. Um. And right, show right. a little so, bit. I mean, I'm showing a little bit here right now for the people watching yes. our video. Like, you can see the kind of different worlds are talking about, like, kind of the interesting depth <laughs> that this game could have. Um, but it's also a teaser, so we don't see a whole lot. It gives me... Yeah, it's really hard to, like... Because you can just assume whatever it is, right? Yeah. Maybe it's one of those kind of trailers where they're just, like, being as bland as possible. Or not bland, that's the wrong broad broad yeah. is the best way to say it. it's like they're trying to be as broad as possible to see like what sticks you know yeah it's like some of the graphics look similar to sea of thieves in a way like the yeah. art style but also it gives me vibes of like cyberpunk when it comes to like sociability kind of yeah and it also reminds me of just like ready player one it kind of like, does play yeah. and do whatever you want i mean because yeah like, they show, like, the sequence at the end where it's, like, it's in the logo. You're seeing, like, the different stuff. I mean, there's, like, racing. There's platforming. There's, like, shooting. Like, is this supposed to be, like, a jack-of-all-trades kind of thing? Which scares me. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a jack-of-all-trades guy, it's like, are they going to get everything, like, right? Is everything going to be kind of, like, eh? Like, what's the deal? But what? then the end of the trailer is, like, this weird, like, conspiracy-looking Black Ops, like, campaign yeah, <laughs> sequence. Yeah, I'm like, like, what's going on? Like, this is so crazy. Um, But, yeah. Time for a new world. That's your slogan. I i'm uh i'm I, yeah, I don't know you caught my eye i'll say that i'm intrigued yeah i'm hoping it's uh i hope it's new and exciting yeah. <laughs> you know? like i want I something like. i want something very unique um hopefully hopefully this is something that i've been looking for we'll find out but i do find it very very weird how it's like it hasn't defined anything and they want to release in a year yeah yeah it's i don't know it's interesting for sure uh i'm on board i'll take it i mean yeah i'll take it they, they talked to the assistant game director too he went a little i guess he went tried to talk about it a little bit more but it's still kind of like i don't know i'm interested to see more i'll leave it at that um i know um i know for me dune awakening was like the next one i was yeah. like dude this cinematic trailer looks sick dude like are you kidding me i didn't even watch dune i'll be honest i never saw the movie you didn't no, I didn't. Have get you chance. ever you read the books or anything like that? No, I mean I saw like I think I saw the trailer for the movie, but I didn't read the books or anything like that. So I, I see the well, world, but yeah. What you see in the world is very Dune. It's very Dune. Hmm. 
So, so you're basically on a spice world, which is why the guy's eyes are the same, that color, mm. which is from the movie. And there are like giant worms in the sand, in the dunes, yep. and you can ride them. They're called like, I don't even remember what they're called, but I, it fits, it fits the aura. It's not a very long trailer. The graphics look really good. Oh yeah. I wonder if it's in Unreal Engine uh, 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 5. It's, it's gotta cool. be, dude. Look at this. Looks insanely good. It looks real cool. Um, real good. Yeah. I mean, interesting enough, I don't know if you could read the description. Because, like, I didn't realize what type of game this was, and then I read about it, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, I just didn't expect it from the trailer. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll read it. Okay, so, Dune Awakening... Excuse me. Dune Awakening combines the grittiness and creativity of survival games with a social interactivity of large-scale persistent multiplayer games to create a unique and ambitious open-world survivor survival mmo rise from survival to dominance in a vast and seamlessly are accurate ericus ericus i think that's how you pronounce it ericus shared by thousands of players yeah it's so weird because they did uh, the end of the trailer they talk about it too but this is like it's an open world survival mmo which I wasn't expecting when I saw that trailer. It's like, oh, I was like, MMO? Like, I don't know. I just didn't get it from that. But, I mean, uh, those could be cinematic graphics, but, I mean, if it's something like, if you presented me an MMO with that kind of, like, graphical fidelity, dude, I'm, I don't care what universe is in, bro. I'm in. Like, that's so sick. Have I'm you down to at least try it out, you know? Speaking of cinematics and MMOs, have you seen Star Wars The Old Republic? I have not. You have not? I don't think so. I mean, I, of course, I know what you're talking about. I just haven't actually seen it okay you obviously know what star wars is of course so uh after the podcast i'm gonna send you some videos that you have to watch and then you're probably if anybody knows what i'm talking about they're gonna agree when i say this you're gonna be stuck watching all the cinematics for oh, at least an hour. like a movie they're you like seen that? they're oh, like dude. they're straight up like movies man they're oh, man. really good i'm in they're like each individual one is like a short story kind of similar to like overwatch you ever watch the overwatch cinematics oh yeah they're really good yeah, yeah, it's, it's like that, but this is based in like the Star Wars universe. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So I will certainly be sending that to you, and yeah, but basically, like, I got to be real when it comes to these types of um, conferences and trailers in general. If I don't see gameplay, I I hold back my hype. Yeah. You know. I mean, I'm right there with so, you. I'm right there. So with I you. I'm holding it back, but I also. I'm very intrigued by everywhere and Dune Awakening. Yeah. Oh yeah. So intrigued to say the least. Um anyways, moving on a little bit. I know next up they talk about the PlayStation Pro controller. We discussed that last week, won't go into that. Um however the next thing to talk about is Callisto Protocol. They have some new gameplay they show off. Um Callisto Protocol, like the uh it's it's the the, the dead space inspired like space um survival horror type of the game that's coming out in December this year, which is like, yeah, it's, it's nice to have a 2022 release. All, it's nice to have a 20. I mean, this is, you know, we're talking three months away. So it's coming up. They show some gameplay and they show some, some mutators. I think they were showing some like, you know, enemies that can mutate and everything like that. Very interesting stuff there. Um, it, it's just gory and just gorgeous. And I just want to play this game. I'll be honest. <laughs> like, <it> looks very <laughs> this is right up your alley. Yeah, for sure. This is a hundred percent a game for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything I'm seeing from it makes me more and more interested. So, December second can't come sooner. You know what I'm saying? 
it's gonna be interesting yeah, to play a game like this in December because like if they made the Halloween window, it'd be like perfect. I feel like, but oh, that's a good but, yeah. point. Yeah, it's horror like games right. around Halloween or this is yeah survival horror. That's what this is. So yeah. it's like a space odyssey almost. Yeah, there's definitely it's definitely got that you know that horror aspect of like Dead Space. So um, oh man. Just nice and I mean this mutation of this that we just like sh that we just saw. I mean, it's crazy. Like like he just he killed he killed the enemy, but then the enemy just instantly like mutated into something even more like gross and more menacing. So it's very very gory too. Oh yeah, yeah they don't gory. hold back, man. Um, it is crazy. One yeah. of the things that uh has basically like I miss just in games is the goriness because I feel like. Developers and publishers are always trying to get to the broader audience, always. Yeah. And I think that diminishes a lot of the artwork that's in video games. It's like sometimes, like, you, you can't play Doom unless there's, like, hell. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Right, like, yeah. like, horrific things happening. Yeah. Same thing with Mortal Kombat. That's, like, that's the style. Like, and I feel like this is very much a true survival horror game. The graphics look fantastic. It's going to be on both PlayStation 4 and 5, the yeah. original Xbox, or, yeah, the Xbox One, sorry, not the original Xbox, the Xbox <laughs> One and the Xbox Series X and S. And uh, it, it, it's it got to be good, right? Yeah. There's been a lot of hype over it. We've seen several trailers, and I think the one for Gamescom has gone further than any of them when it comes to gameplay. Yeah. And it looks clean, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's cool. Like for me, it's from this. I mean, you see the death animation here; it's crazy. Like, dude, what was that? Yeah. Anyway, um, but I, I think the big thing about this studio in particular is it's um, it's the, the CEO is um, is Glenn Schofield. Which for those who don't yes. know, Glenn Schofield, he was I I the first time I heard of Glenn Schofield, and the first time I was introduced to him was um, was finding out that he led Sledgehammer Games, which led advanced warfare they were the first that was the first cod they did because they enjoyed the advanced warfare kind of um trio so or i guess the cod like studio trio so that was the first i had heard of him but of course he like left sledgehammer and now you know starting this and i don't know man it looks good i'm I'm excited for it december 2nd um i think it'll be good i mean i just i love i love that guy so i think he makes good i think he leads a good team and should be a good game yeah oh he also the creator of uh dead space yeah yeah because so. that was uh, yeah which i think they talk about in this too is you know oh yeah um, they that's definitely something like, you mentioned yeah he was <laughs> you know he was one of the uh he's one of the first people like that was working on dead space so definitely inspired by that and you can see the uh you can see that in the trailers and whatnot um yeah very very interesting um i so I mean, we could briefly touch on lords of the fallen um i this is something that it's a game that I probably personally won't end up playing, but I mean, this trailer was sick. I can't deny that, you know. Um, <laughs> and it's just it's that nice medieval like souls, like Dark Souls kind of vibe that that I like. So, yeah, Lords of the Falling definitely. Uh, it it looks pretty good. Like, I always love the cinematics. So it starts you off with basically a bat-looking creature that has three heads. That's like flying at you, about to yeah. kill everything. It's kind of nuts. Like the cinematics are clean, and they're very gory. It looks fantasy-ish, like ish. Yeah. So, I think it has a lot of potential. But again, it's a it's a cinematic. You don't really know what's going on. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the thing of, like... It's, like, when I see something like this, I immediately think of, like, Dark Souls. And, like, is this Souls-like kind of thing? But I don't know what's of the Fallen or that universe, so... But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, the trailer looks great. Dude. Cinematics on point. Also, yeah, so, important thing to ahead. note, PS5, Xbox Series X, Steam. I don't see no PS4 and Xbox One, which I am very happy with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry it's time to move on, ladies and gentlemen. And they're not holding back with this. I think the biggest thing about some of these trailers, which don't get me wrong, you want to hit an audience, but like we're at a point in the generation where we got to start like, we got to start leaving people behind, dude. We got to start chopping the heads, you know what I'm saying? As, as time, like, Banks said about two years ago, he said, go buy a PC, build your own PC. He said, sir, do not. Me, yeah, it was like some random fan asked me, was just like, what do you think about the new PlayStation coming? And he goes, listen to me, buy a PC. <laughs> yes, sir, dude. <laughs> You should build man. one, man. You should it's a lot it'll of fun. change everything. You'll never go back straight up. You'll never. Go oh back. man, well, and uh, yeah. So it's good to see games that are they are sticking to the current gen and PC. Yes, and it look because it gives them that opportunity to build a truly great game that looks fantastic and plays well, and you just you unlock all the potential. And like these other games, doing this cross platform stuff, they're just getting held back, man. It's, it's just is what it is, bro. I hate saying it. It's true. Um, it, yeah. it is very true. Um, yeah, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> Lords of the Fallen. Um, I will briefly show just because it's so funny. So you, I, this is what I love about like Gamescom and just press conferences in general. Because we go from Lords of the Fallen, like, and then we immediately go to <laughs> moving <laughs> out to. This is like it's so different. Like two completely different worlds, different genres, everything. But yeah, dude, moving out too. <laughs> they showed a little trailer for this. It's it's adorable, dude. This is a toaster. Become a fart. Like th this is just like <laughs> it's such kid humor, and I love it. Um, you you have won at winning. Like, dude, it's like it's just so funny. Like seeing the uh, seeing the trailer for this and just seeing this world because it's like you know, like I, I feel like as an adult you could enjoy the game, but like kids are gonna love this. You know, <laughs> it's just it's such a good universe. Yeah, I think uh, for for people that don't have the, I'll just read the description of this game. <laughs> so it's the sequel of Moving Out, and Moving Out is a ridiculous physics-based moving simulator that brings new meaning to couch co-op. Are you ready for an exciting career in furniture? As a newly certified furniture arrangement arrangement and relocation technician, you'll take on moving jobs all across the busy town. So the idea is it's basically an obstacle course where you're moving furniture and you're moving objects from one room to another, trying to unpack the truck, do whatever you can. It's uh, Have you ever played a game similar to this before? Because I've I mean, played a few. I think so, yeah. I've definitely played something kind of like this. Hmm. Yeah, there, there's a couple of games like this. Right now, for some reason, I can't think of it, but it's on the level of like goofiness of Fall Guys. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's just a very goofy, fun game for everybody like it's a perfect game to play with like a family i was gonna say this you is know? something this is something i wouldn't mind just popping on and either playing with like family or just like popping yeah. on to, like a party or something and just playing just for like a little bit because like yeah it's, it's got that vibe it's just a good like it's a good time because it's you're trying to work together but if you actively work against each other then it could just be hilarity exactly yeah so yeah it's just it's it's a good time just a good casual i think it's like a a good like arcade-ish kind of yeah, game for sure that makes sense 
But yeah. But yeah, I love that. I thought that was really just kind of a it's so funny seeing that like difference from one trailer to another. So move now to coming out spring twenty twenty three. But now mm -hmm. Hogwarts Legacy. Oh like got one. some good gameplay for Hogwarts Legacy. Nice little update. Um it was you know it's interesting. Last time we heard about Hogwarts Legacy, I uh I didn't realize that the studio had pivoted to a single player game because it was originally supposed to be an MMO, like Harry Potter MMO. Oh, yeah. But then they had to pivot, of course, I guess, because, you know, probably time constraints and just <laughs> the complexity of trying to build an MMO. Um, so, yeah, it's now single player. But that doesn't um, change the fact that this game looks amazing. Like, uh, it's definitely something I want to check out. Because, like, I think the biggest thing is, like, getting Harry Potter in a modern-day engine. Like, it's just Dude. to take full advantage of, like, fidelity and just the, the complexity you can put into a video game nowadays. You could really do wonders, especially if you go in the uh, in the nice uh, Harry Potter universe. So, um, I'm definitely excited for this one. The graphics looks like really, really cool. It looks like a proper role playing single player game. Um, I'm a little bit disappointed that they're not going to have multiplayer because I feel yeah. like there would be a lot of potential for it. For sure. But, yeah. I mean, if if you can't master it, you can't master it, right? So, yeah. I I think this game will do well. The, the Harry Potter IP is still alive and well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, always will crave be. Crave new content. So, this one's actually going to be done by Warner Brothers. It's going to be on PlayStation 4, 5, Xbox One, Series X, and S, Switch, first Switch game that we mentioned, and Windows. So, it's going to be available for pretty much everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's on everything. So, that's already a W right there. Um, yeah, I'm the thing I do. The thing I do like is it's supposed to be set in the late 1800s is what the description says. So set in the late 1800s and follows the students starting at Hogwarts in their fifth year, the player character who holds the key to an ancient secret that threatens to tr tear the wizarding world apart is capable of manipulating a mysterious ancient magic and will need to help uncover why the this forgotten magic has suddenly made a resurgence and the ones that are simultaneously trying to harness it. So it sounds like it's a typical like dark arts, somebody yeah. coming back. Oh baby, the and dark then, arts. Yeah. And so. I do like uh the fifth year of Hogwarts, which means it's usually towards the end. I think it might be their final year. I think there's only five years. I think so, yeah. I can't remember, man. It's been so long yeah. since I watched uh, Harry Potter, but yeah. But, yeah. You never it's actually like... see like Harry and the team graduate <laughs> yeah. they're too busy like i guess so yeah Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. um, yeah so uh yeah i think i think it should be pretty good yeah yeah there are some uh they do mention some pre-order some pre-order bonuses if you pre-order the digital deluxe edition um you get you get the dark arts pack you get you get onyx um hippogriff mount i do you, you get some crazy stuff some crazy like cosmetic stuff right um you get you get a hat but the biggest thing is you get 72 hour early access if you pre-order, which I can't remember the last. I mean, which is awesome, but I can't remember the last game that actually did like early access pre-order that I bought. Um, I know like there's studios that still do it every now and again, but, but it's, it's, been, a while. it's been a long time since I've seen that. I think that's just a typical like Warner Brothers hasn't. I don't think Warner Brothers has made a proper game in a long time. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to think. They didn't have a hand in. Do they have a hand in Gotham Knights or is that a different? Dev? I can't even remember. That's like one of the upcoming uh, games. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Then again, that's sure. I can pull it up quick. Yeah, Gotham Knights. Yeah. Which you want to go into right now, or we'll wait for that one. We can wait for that a little bit further yeah. on. It's, it's also Warner Brothers as well. 
um, given its time. Um, yeah, moving on a little bit, there was uh, new Tales from the Borderlands. Um, Tales from the Borderlands yep. always was the first one, you know, originally did really well. Um, and now there's a brand new one coming out. So it's like serving that audience and the people that wanted to see another one. So it's brand new tales, man. Brand new story arcs. So should be exciting for uh, Borderlands fans. Um, looks good. Looks, uh, lo it looks like, uh, if you, if you listen to like the dialogue and everything, it's very much Borderlands, the goofiness, yeah. the, <laughs> the, just the cartoon aspect. It's, it's great, man. Looks good. Yeah, it does look good. It's gonna be on all the platforms, but the the cool thing about it is it's gonna be coming out October twenty first. Yeah, very 2022. soon. Twenty twenty two. So that's that's pretty soon. That's like two months away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just typical Borderlands. If you're familiar with Borderlands, I'm sure you already knew about it. Um, it's pretty cool because I didn't actually think about Borderlands until Gamescom. So this kind of <laughs> yeah, brought it back a little bit for me. Yeah. It's been a while, you know? I feel like it's yeah. been a while since Borderlands had some hype around it. Yeah, I mean, it was Borderlands 3. That was, gosh, I'm trying to remember if that was, I think it was 2020, I believe. I can't remember if it was 2019 or 2020 that game came out. But yeah, it's been a little while since then, so. 2019, I think. Yeah. I think, um, yeah. Yeah, more likely. So it's good. You get to get back in that universe again. Those have been wanting more. Um, because I know they released Tiny Tina's Adventures back in like, like May. They released that, which I know that was very yeah. different though than like a. There was some Borderlands like first person aspect to it, but it was also kind of just like a, a third person kind of thing. So, yeah, but take yeah. two games like the publisher and the rest of the dev teams underneath them. Like they've been working hard on the game, so it, yeah. it's totally understandable that they took a little bit of time to get some Borderlands content out. Sure, for sure. Speaking of new content, Dying Light Two. They're already getting their first DLC soon, Mike. Can you believe that? Wild. That's crazy. That's quick. I mean, yeah, it's you know it's been a while since February, so it's good to hear the DLC is still coming. Um, and we got a preview of that first DLC expansion. Um, looks like a Finding Arena expansion. You're just you're it's fight to the death, man. This arena, and you're, <laughs> you're trying to survive. Um, looks like a lot of fun. If you love the combat of Dying Light, so um, it's right up your alley. And uh, overall, it's exciting. It seems like there's going to be a story to it, and it's gonna be a lot of a, a lot of interesting things to delve into, and this is something that, you know, personally for me, I want to try and go back and complete the Dying Light Two campaign. I have a feeling it's probably gonna be just a continuation, somewhat of that. So yeah, that's very close though. October thirteenth. That's a little, just a little over a month away. So, um, Bloody Ties is the name of that. It's coming soon, man. Very excited. I gotta hop back in. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna bring a lot of people back at that. I mean, honestly, some people haven't even gotten to Dying Light 2 to begin with. Yeah, true. So it'll be good for them to just to like load it up, get that DLC, keep it going, you know? Yeah. Have for, all the content. For sure. I mean, it's crazy, too, because, like, it's like, I love to see a game that, you know, they had, like, the roadmap and everything. I love to see a game that's, like, because, like, you know, the last, like, huge single-player game that came out, and they said that DLC content was going to come out, I feel like, at least for me... Cyberpunk, oh. right? Like that that was yeah. the one where I was, I was like, dude, like, I want that I DLC. It's two years. Two wild, years, Mike. Man. It'll be two years in December. Can you believe that? Yeah, oh man. It's gonna be wild. They gotta have an announcement soon, right? I feel like they have to, right? I definitely yeah. want to see some stuff by 2023. Um you know it's funny too. I was trying to think I like not to not to go too off on a tangent on this, but I was trying to remember, like in terms of Cyberpunk, because I think the original roadmap is like they wanted DLC in like 2021. And then yeah. one of the second pack, I think at the end of 2021, and then 2022 is like, oh, we got the multiplayer piece or like, you know, the multiplayer kind of side game. Yeah. It's almost 2023, Mike. Oh, 
oh man and you just when you look at hindsight it's like dude it could have been so great you know crazy time is not on their favor my man yeah <laughs> it's not looking good hopefully hopefully the dlc is good that's all i can hope for at this point is that we'll get some uh we'll get some solid downloadable content some solid story expansions so anyway enough of the aside you know I'm gonna move on because after this game that was shown after this um they talk a little bit about destiny 2 i'm not gonna go too much in depth to that it's you know it's the uh the white fall reveal um but the one that hit me more than I thought was interesting, or Sonic Frontiers gameplay, sir, or Sonic Frontiers <laughs> looks very interesting. Um, I think we've seen for the most part, like you know, all we need to see at this point to know whether or not people want to play it. Overall, man, dude, it's uh, it just looks fun, man. Like like Sonic, he's just running through like different biomes and just doing it. They got all the springs and stuff, man. So good. We, we've covered Sonic Frontiers for a while now of just, like, our hype of it. We've seen a bunch of content coming out uh, from Sega, from Nintendo. And, I mean, jeez, I just remember, like, this isn't just on Nintendo anymore. This is going to be on PlayStation, Xbox, and on PC. Sorry. Like, this looks like... what I believe what our comparison was is something similar to what Zelda's been doing. Yeah. And I I still think it fits, man. Like... The more I see of this game, the more interested I am in playing it. I yeah. think they're really like revitalizing Sonic the Hedgehog, yeah, taking sure. it back to the glory days. Yeah, I mean, I think um, I think a change of like you know a change up in things is what the series needs, and this uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping it has a similar effect to uh, to that of um, to that of like Zelda, right? Um, playing Breath of the Wild, kind of like you know that just kind of breathe life back into it i'll not necessarily say that zelda was dying but that's um certainly a nice direction that they took with breath of the wild so um oh for sure that's I think we're seeing something best game. yeah i mean i think we're seeing something similar with sonic the best part is november 8th i mean this is two months away <laughs> like it's pretty close so it's super close um, when you you're gonna probably get this game aren't you i think i might yeah i mean i mean yeah. i don't know we'll see i mean i uh I didn't, I like, I tried Breath of the Wild, but I never, like, I think I put it down after a few hours and then just never got back to it. Um, so I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I may or may not check it out. Um, one thing I will say, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series XS, and Xbox One split across multiple platforms. But I mean, even though it is that, I mean, the trailers and stuff still look good. So <laughs> I think there's still a lot of a, I think it'll be a good, you know, a nice, uh, at least in like the graphics department in the world, I think, uh, I'm hoping that, you know, at least on the current gen stuff, it, uh, it performs well so we'll see man two months away yeah i'm looking forward to it i think uh i might try to get it on the switch i might yeah it is i, I feel switch. like it'd be a it's good crazy. proper game to have handheld i think it'd be nice yeah i could agree more man that sounds uh sounds interesting for sure mm -hmm. so there was a uh there was some gameplay of Goat Simulator 3, but just out of spite, I'm not showing that because uh, <laughs> they upset me. So take that, dude. Take that, Goat Simulator 3. No one cares about your ragdoll goats, all right? No one cares, man. Hey, I do. That, I played that <laughs> game for the first time, Goat Simulator. I played that at 2 a.m. on a Friday night. <laughs> and it was a great time, let me tell you. Probably the most fun I had playing a video game in a long time at that point. You're just running around headbutting people. I mean, yeah. Uh... For a goat, what, what, uh, what can we say? Um, 
But yeah, that I ain't got too much to say. You're just a silly goat running around town. Just that's really all it is. That's At this point, is. you're like it's a simulator game where you're a goat, and there's different mini games in it, and you're running around causing havoc. I mean, if if you ever watched the TV shows or the movie Jackass, like this yeah. is just <laughs> Jackass, but it's a goat. <laughs> really, what it is? Goats doing yoga. So there you go. That's all you need to see right there. Um, Pretty crazy but um but yeah we will of course be moving on from that um a i want to say for this there was return to monkey island i never played the monkey islands so that game is like old old it's a it's a yeah it could be older than me honestly i don't even know that game's uh that game's out there but they are kind of making another one of that so they talked about that some um there is moonbreaker which uh it's from the same devs that did subnautica and it's a very it's a very different style of game, which the studio is known for. I know the game they did before Subnautica was nothing like it, and then they came out with Subnautica and they pivoted completely in genres, and now they're pivoting again. Um, so uh, they found su- they found success in Subnautica. So who knows? They may find success in this upcoming game, uh, Moonbreakers. So seems uh, it's one of those things you can like paint your figurines, and it's like a kind of a uh, I want to say it's a um like kind of a tactical not tactical shooter but it's in the style of it reminds me of like XCOM I think when they showed like gameplay of it yeah. this year kind of like yeah that. it's a it's a it's a turn based strategy game yeah yeah basically it's a so I'll I'll read off the description it's going to be on Windows and Macintosh so on PC it Moonbreaker is a turn based strategy tabletop tactics game developed by Unknown Worlds the team behind the Subnautica series which you mentioned earlier. Yeah. It is designed to be a true digital miniatures experience set in an expansive sci-fi universe crafted by best-selling sci-fi and fantasy author Brandon Sanderson. So, I think it looks pretty cool. I like the idea of doing the figurines, putting in digital format. I think this has a lot of potential to bring on like a lot of people that are interested in like tabletop games. Yeah, yeah I will say, coming from, um, I had a buddy in college college it was like super into miniatures for especially like warhammer and i can tell you right now that's it is like so time consuming but like when you like fully when you paint those figurines you have like the, the game laid out and everything it looks like it just looks insane <laughs> like it looks awesome oh yeah um and i will say dude the colors like is they like i mean if i'll just i'm gonna go back to this wide shot of main stage like dude the color palette that they have on like for moonbreaker it's unbelievable dude so it looks so nice um and so, I mean, I think that's the cool thing is you can paint your own kind of miniatures and you can really, like, customize the game to what you want. Um, so I really can respect and appreciate that aspect of it. Um, yeah, overall, during the miniatures and stuff like that, I think it's, uh, I think it's a game we're trying out. I mean, the color alone, dude, got me there. Look at this. Yeah, beautiful. It, uh, it's gorgeous. It's just yeah. a really good-looking game. Yeah. Um, definitely for people that enjoy art, enjoy the colors. I I think it's really cool because you can like the characters, the miniatures that you have, you can customize them to the point that it like represents who you are. So I could yeah. I could definitely see people just falling into this. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And the, you know we could all use a little more color. I personally love different. I, I always love like just like color vomit. <laughs> the best way to describe it. So oh, yeah, I love that in games. Like if I like you see me in a shooter, if if they have a skin that's like either a toy gun skin. Or like some like some just colorful skin. I always gravitate towards that over like the blood like doom looking skins and like <laughs> and like those darker colors. So I'm a sucker for it. I say. 
I totally get that. Pretty colors, flashing lights. <laughs> your attention. <laughs> oh man, my zoomer brain loves it. So, but, Heck yeah. um, the tackier the better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So the next one I thought was worth noting. Next game was Lies of P. I know. I know. Jeff talked about. It. Um. I don't know if you have the description for this. I think you do. Um. I do. But yeah, it's um. It deals with Pinocchio, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know what the description that, fully that, states, but that is correct. Here, I'll go ahead and read it for you. So, it is inspired by the familiar story of Pinocchio. Lies of P is an action Souls-like game set in Dark Bell Epiqui. Yeah, Epiqui world. I hope I spelled that right or pronounced that right. Guide Pinocchio on his unrelenting journey to become human. So it's just a traditional story of Pinocchio. Nice. Um, and looks wild. I mean, dude, yeah, the <laughs> gameplay looks bananas. But it's like, it looks like, it looks really well done. I mean, it's, you know, for a Souls-like, if you love those Souls-like games, this is going to be, this is it. <laughs> like, it's going to be another one to add to your list. Um, yeah, it's, it's a nice kind of steampunk aesthetic, too, which I think, uh, which some people love. So, um. And I think, but see, looking at this too, I'm like never been, I've never been huge on steampunk, but I don't know. I like this. I, I like this, like this kind of setting that they have. Looks very interesting. So, um, I don't know if I'm gonna play. I think the last Souls like I played was um Star Wars. Was <laughs> the uh, Star Wars um last Star Wars game. So, um, yeah, it's it, it's something. Who knows? If I want to get mad at myself, I'll probably play it. But <laughs> we'll see. Um, looks very, but nonetheless, looks great. They even show gameplay. It's it's souls like man. It's everything you could everything you could dream for. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Um, it, it's gonna be on PlayStation Four, Five, Xbox One, and Series X and S, but it will also be on PC. So, I think it's gonna be. I think it'll be popular when it comes out. I think this is gonna garner like a lot of attention. I think it's gonna be pretty cool for um like story driven content. Yeah. It looks like a proper role playing action adventure fighting game. Yeah, like. Yeah, sure. best way to put it oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah looks really good check it out if you're into the souls like oh, we're gonna just skip on over to some of that nice high on life gameplay they showed they showed an entire mm -hmm. boss fight essentially on high on life um it really did i mean dude it's uh this is a game like i mean if you love the rick and morty humor it's justin Rowland, dude it's it's right up there so it, it's it's quirky it's funny I think it's I, I think it's definitely something I'm probably gonna check out. I think it's a December release now, so um, it's very soon. But yeah, dude, it just it looks funny. So um, it's definitely something. Uh, I mean, a, a, like a goofy first-person shooter. I'm in, dude. And he's like grappling with weird-looking, like I don't even know alien. what that is, dude. Like alien thing, <laughs> dude. Yeah, but um, I won't play the audio. But there is a. Uh, some funny like quips and stuff that like the knife makes and the gun makes because all the items talk and stuff like that it's really funny yeah, so i i guess i guess for people that have never seen this and know what we're talking about um hopefully you've seen rick and morty before but the art style of rick and morty is like very outrageous cartoony like well it is a cartoon of course but it's like it's alternate reality like it's supposed to be bizarre hyper creative yeah. it's dare i say it's like it's a stereotypical like <laughs> drug trip <laughs> that people yeah. just, like, yep. it's like like high on life is meant in a almost a literal sense yeah <laughs> um, yeah uh 
so it's like it, it I'll, I'll read the description for this it's in the future humanity has been taken by an alien cartel to be used as drugs for aliens <laughs> so playing as a, a bounty hunter the player must navigate throughout the galaxy to save the humans by using weapons called gatlians alien guns to take out the threats and the guns and the weapons are aliens themselves <laughs> and the crazy thing about it which is so clever i think is the guns and weapons will talk to you and they all have their own individual personality dude yeah that's so like good yeah and so it's like when you're aiming down sights you bring the alien super close to your face <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. like and is and he's like making eye contact with you as you're shooting. It's very very funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like it looks like he's shooting at slime. Like it's all just kind of Nickelodeon slime styles. <laughs> Dude, it's, oh, it's, man. it's just goofy, man. It looks really cool. Yeah, it's that crude humor kind of just. Like, oh yeah, just very much like. Um, I don't know. It just looks interesting. It's very. I love that story concept. It's very left field. So. I think it'll do well, <laughs> so I'm excited for it. Um, and there was, they did, I believe they did meet in the Xbox um, conference, kind of like a um, day thing that they did. They did meet with uh, a couple of the devs to go a little more in-depth about the game and kind of what to expect, so if you're looking for more info, oh, yeah. they talk about it over there. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's on um, Windows and Xbox, so not a PlayStation game, unfortunately, for those that are uh, rocking the Sony merch. Yeah, not. I'm skip ahead a little bit to Gotham Knights. Got some more uh, Warner Brothers game Montreal making this one. So um, it is uh, is the upcoming kind of Warner Brothers game in that Gotham universe. Um, playing as the uh, different Gotham heroes, anti heroes. Um, yeah, it looks um, looks pretty. It looks it kind of it just you know it's very much like if you loved like Suicide Squad kind of that <laughs> kind of thing. I mean, it's got that vibe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's got that vibe. So, um, but yeah, I mean, if it's anything like the um, like the like the Batman games, I think it's gonna be a hit. So, expecting great things from this one. Yeah, I think uh, it's it's kind of based on, of course, like the comics. I do think they're taking some inspiration from the actual like actors and actresses from the movies as well the tv shows so it it's supposed to be inspired by the gotham knights comic series but the character batman and his supporting cast so it's like the game focuses on the characters nightwing batgirl robin and red hood they attempt to restore justice to gotham city during a period of decline in the immediate aftermath of batman's supposed death so while investigating batman's disappearance the heroes come into conflict with the court of owls a secret society that is uh as old as gotham itself and their legion of brainwashed assassins called talons the brainwashed oh. yeah so new new uh villains some new heroes some new takes there's a lot of like traditional characters in here as well like the ones that everybody knows from the batman series I think there's a lot of potential. I, I do think that the Gotham Knights, like Arkham Asylum, those video games, I mean that those games were insanely good. Oh yeah. So I can only imagine this is gonna be this is gonna hit as well. By Warner Brothers, PlayStation 5, Windows, Xbox. Could be good. Oh it comes yeah. out uh, October twenty yeah. first. Very soon, very soon. The game is right mm -hmm. around the corner. This is a game that actually ditched 
they ditched the PS4 and Xbox One X uh, releases. Yeah, last minute. Yeah, basically. So it was a uh, yeah. They they ditched all of them, which a lot of people were like, oh, I we suspect they probably ditched them because they were so bad that they didn't want to like they didn't want a cyberpunk effect of like yeah here's the old one that yeah. just doesn't function and then you had to like pull it and everything so who knows the actual details but you know it's good that they uh you know kudos to them i guess for you know just saying you know what let's just stick with the current gen and not worry about releasing um, on old gen so very good on them um there is say next up talked a little bit about um we saw hideo kojima came out with a little announcement he's actually launching his own podcast on spotify <laughs> so that's pretty um, exciting yeah pretty exciting stuff there i think there's yeah he said there's going to be both english and japanese versions of course um but it's worth um it, but yeah, i mean hideo kojima just that that man's mind it's probably going to be worth a listen <laughs> about like whatever he talks about because he's uh been one of the leading kind of uh um leading outside of the box thinkers we've had in the gaming industry in the past decade so um definitely a lot i feel like to to pick up on from his show so definitely probably worth a listen i think it's coming out like first week of september too it's like the first episode so definitely around the corner should check that one out so yeah interesting stuff there brain destruction there that's september 8th that's when that uh that launches the next one I wanted to see was Park Beyond. Do you like Park Builders, Mike? Have you ever played one? Okay, Tiny first coaster. and foremost, one of my favorite oh. games of all time oh. is Roller Coaster Tycoon, oh, baby. Oh, my God. Oh, you know I'm interested in this. Yes, sir. I love to hear that. <laughs> the thing I like about it, too, is it's by Bandai Namco, oh, yeah. which is a very famous publisher. So I don't think they've had a game that's like truly missed. I think this has a lot of potential. And it's been a while since I've seen some success from park builders yeah for sure yeah it's been a while since i've seen a yeah i try to remember i guess planet coaster may have been the last one i don't know if when the last what the last roller coaster tycoon was but but uh but yeah it's um, yeah, a while ago yeah it's a big genre so it's, it's good to see another uh another player in it um hopefully it's a hopefully it's a good one some of the coasters they show in the trailer too are absolutely insane and Definitely not physically possible, probably in the real world. Oh, but you know, absolutely not, <laughs> dude. Just somebody like and jumping gaps and like, dude, <laughs> bro, no oh, shot. Man. See, if it, see, this is the thing, Mike. If if the carts ever disconnect from the track, there's no chance. There's like maybe a one in a million chance that even one of the carts would reconnect to the track after an arch or like any sort of like, just like there's just no way it would happen. Yeah, not not a one for one. No shot. No shot. Mm. Could you not, not a roller coaster dude. track the way they're currently designed. There's no way. Dude, there are easy, man. I will say the one way to make it work is magnets. That's the one way Ooh. to make it work. Maybe. You you may have a billion dollar idea here, Mike. Just saying. Well, here's the problem. If you're wearing metal and you're around those magnets, you're gonna be attached to the rail as well. So on, bro. You, you gotta, like, this is the come thing. On. You gotta create a new com a new compound that's only magnetic with itself and nothing else. This is where the real chemistry okay. and science evolution is coming to play right here. Yeah, yeah. let's just bend the laws. <laughs> <of this. laughs> let's just create <laughs> a new element, dude. Where's my hydron collider? You know what? We don't have to because this game doesn't care about physics. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't a, even care about we're gravity. In a, we're in a make-believe world, so that's the beauty of video games, ladies <laughs> let me, and gentlemen. Let me, let me actually read this out for the people that uh, I've never even heard of a park builder before because this yeah, description is yeah. actually kind of cool. 
It goes, in Park Beyond, you can create uh, the park of your dreams without being held back by gravity. So there you go. That's all you need. There you go. He goes, uh, take the role of a newly hired visionary architect by struggling company, oh, for a struggling company, and create a mind-twisting theme park. You can create the rides you have always dreamed about, but that couldn't exist in real life. So the entire premise built the best park ever. I mean, pause that real quick. For the people that are just watching, it's going to be on PS5, Xbox Series X, and S on PC, but look over the left-hand side. It's, what is that? What is it, dude? Is that a Ferris wheel with like seven other Ferris wheels on top of it? <laughs> it's it's just a giant. At? It's a giant cog, like in a machine. That's just like a Ferris wheel. It's, oh, it's like, like a Ferris machine the cart, wheel. Dude. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's fun, I'm man. all for it. I think uh, I, I get stuck into these YouTube videos of people like um, civil. It's real life civil engineer. Is this stuff he likes building stuff in a uh, city planners and like. Sim City kind of stuff. I get stuck watching his videos. His videos are like forty five minutes long, and I'm like, <laughs> "How do you properly design this?" Now I'm gonna be like, "I gotta find a nutty engineer that's just like, I'm gonna make the most ridiculous roller coaster ever." <laughs> so, dude, oh man, dude, I'm I'll, forward to this game. Dude, speaking of engineers playing those games, I'll never forget when you were playing that like bridge game, dude. You were streaming <laughs> yeah. that, dude. It was so good. Oh my god, I'm trying to see an I, engineer like people. To, yeah, I have plenty of people turning in. They're just like. You're really bad at this. I'm like, I don't know the tensile strength of the material. He's <laughs> <laughs> like freaking you know, out over this stuff. <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. Oh, watching an engineer build stuff, dude. It's great. Uh, poly, poly Bridge. Poly Bridge 2. Poly Bridge, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's a good game. <laughs> oh, man. Good time. Uh, you know what else is great? Mini Cooper, or I guess just Mini, whatever they are. They're making a Pokemon-inspired car. What? What is this? The Ace, the Ace Man is what they're calling it. Like, I... Looks interesting. It's got a it's got the nice Pokemon colors. Uh, is it all exterior. electric? Um, I don't know, but it's got a nice it's got a nice screen. It's got some interesting. Uh, it, you can like project. You have a built in projector to your car. It's kind of sick. Um, but dude, look at the front of that. It's rad, man. <laughs> like, um, uh, what's yeah. the price tag? Uh, I don't <laughs> know if they unveiled it. This is just like a kind of a concept thing. I think for the most part, dude, wild, right? Imagine people riding around so and. Pokemon minis. Crazy, man. Um, it, it's so unnecessary, but I'm here for it. I mean, it is. It's completely unnecessary. It's the collab, it's the collab we had no idea we needed. Yeah, <laughs> you know? dude. Yeah, I know. It's insane. So if you're in the market for a mini, dude, you get a Pokemon-inspired one. Good. Um, there's only a couple more things left. Um, We'll go over Outlast Trials. Uh, I'm sure yeah. people listen to this, Outlast. If you've ever played Outlast 1, 2, it's a very successful horror series. Well, now you have the Outlast Trials. It's very, uh, in the same, in the same exact realm, same exact, uh, universe. Nice little horror, so. Uh, if you loved Outlast, this is gonna be, uh, this could be yet another game to dive into. If you like the horror genre, it's definitely one to check out, I think. Um, looks like you're in, like, a, looks like you're in a park, or, like, a, I, I don't even know, like, a, oh, not like a carnival, but like maybe a theme park or something. It looks very interesting. Um, okay, so let me let me hit you with the description of it. Hit me with it. Okay, so first of all, it's going to be on PC. And it's by the typical developers and publishers for uh, Outlast. And I believe it's the third. Yeah, it's the third installment. So here's the description. 
The Outlast Trials is an upcoming first-person psychological horror survival video game developed and published by Red Barrels. It is the third installment in the Outlast series, serving as the prequel to the first two games, and it features test subjects in a mysterious Cold War experiment. So, uh, the Cold War was like... What was that? They say it was after World War II. World War II ended in like 45, so it ended 89. 93 or whatever. Yeah, it was like it started, in, it started in like the 60s, I think, or something like that. No historian. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, the Cold War was heating up in the 60s, is what they say. Yeah. So it was like 40, yeah, 47 and 91. So judging by the graphics, and I guess we can kind of make a basis off of what people are wearing. I'm getting the 80s vibe. Aren't you? A little Could bit. Be, yeah, a little bit. So, uh, I think it has a lot of potential. I like the idea that it's a prequel. That's gonna that's gonna be a new take on the LS series. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting when when they do like when you see a prequel for a horror game, it's like it makes you wonder how yeah. delved the story is gonna be or like what they're gonna do with the story. Yeah, so. um, most people when they think of horror games, it's just like everybody just it's gore. Yeah, like, it's like this is this is either meant to gross <laughs> you out or scare you. It's kind of like there's yeah. no it's not no Door room something. for story. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, very interested. It's one of the few horror games I feel like that's kind of that's you know lasted a decent while so that's curious right. to see how they do it very curious um well it's about that time mike you know what time it is it's time for the final oh. game what did they show last Wait. yeah let's see. it's time for the final <laughs> game you remember remember how i was mad about goat simulator earlier well you know what this made up for it what they're about to show you it it, they redeemed it all right not as mad anymore they gave you three minutes man they get they give me they get not only do they give us like a little cinematic, they give us gameplay, Mike. Like, are you kidding me, dude? This makes up for it. I have to say. I was not expecting it. This makes up for it. Right here. All my all my disgust. It's just it's out the window after this. Um but yeah. Dead Island 2 has finally been announced. And it is yeah, very soon. Date. It's very soon. They even dropped a release date with it. Oh Every man. Third. All platforms too. And on Stadia. Did you know that? Really? Oh wow! Look yeah. at that. They're going for it, man. Um, yeah, I remember. So when I was, I think I watched this part live, and I was watching this live. All the comments you were, were texting me, dude. I was, oh I was going God. hard in Mike's DMs. <laughs> you were all caps. Dead dude, Island. Dead Island. Dude, dude, dude. <laughs> I was freaking out. See, this is the thing. Whenever I saw this, whenever we see this guy, this main character right here, the whole chat was like, "Is that Lenny Kravitz? Is that Lenny Kravitz?" Yeah, like, I that's stopped all it too. was, dude. And dude, oh man. It looks like Lenny Kravitz. Um, and he, yeah, yeah. He's holding um, his like, like, it, people would have called it Lenny Kravitz if he actually had a rifle, like not a rifle in his hands. He had a guitar. Yeah, right. He's swinging like, <laughs> a, if he had a guitar there, that's Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, dude. Sure. But yeah, dude. I mean, you know, the cinematic is cool and all. I love the. Uh, he's in the store getting just getting the essentials. He's getting drugs. He's getting chips. And he's getting vodka. I mean, I don't know what else you could want, right? The bear, the the, uh, the bear necessities, as they say. Um, and then he smashes a zombie with the shelf. I mean, very interesting. Um, She's yeah, the boss. It's, it's nice and gory, and just it's it's Dead Island, man. That's all it is. Dead Island Two. So they show all that very uh very exciting stuff there. He doesn't have batteries in his remote. Turn on the TV. Very sad. He forgot to get batteries. Um, it's very unfortunate. He blows up someone with all that. But um, but yeah. So they kind of cut. I love this wide shot right here. Of LA, yeah, it's supposed to be Los that. Angeles. It's crazy, yeah. dude. It's just like LA. It's like it's ran, ran down and in flames. Um, we had Dead Island Two, February third, 
You'll pre-order it today. If you open up the Epic Games Store launcher, Mike, you can literally pre-order it. Am I going to do I that? I'm not going to do that, but you can do it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I wouldn't pre-order a game that's been basically in development since 2011. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> so I'm, I'm waiting. Good, dude. I'm good. Um, but yeah, they, they mentioned they bring out um, one of the people from the studio. They mentioned that uh, this they rebuilt the game, I guess, from the ground up in 2018, I believe, and they acquired it in the newer studio. Um, that makes sense. So in Dan Busters, so so yeah, it's been you know four years in the making. But yeah, dude, it's finally here. I'm just gonna I'm trying to skip ahead here because we um I love the logo too. The nice Dead Island. It's uh, sick. Yeah, logo is real it, nice. It's sliced in half, looking like samurai sword sliced yeah. in half because it was in the gameplay. Oh yeah. At the end, the guy picks up a sword. Yeah, but they were sitting there saying, you know, we in you know Jeff Jeff Keeley's like. You know, well, we love the cinematic, but uh, when are we going to get to see some gameplay? And then she was like, what about right now, Germany? And everyone's like, oh, <laughs> like freaking out. So, <laughs> so sure enough, dude, um, cut to a nice little trailer here and uh, fast forward a little bit, see everything. Get some gameplay, get some, cin- some in, uh, in-game cinematics. They do censor some stuff, which is hilarious because it's like they'll just like completely censor out like a really gory part. But then they show stuff like that, so I, it's just it's, it's yeah, uh, I think it's for it's comedic pretty, effect. But it's definitely yeah. for uh, mature audiences, I think. Yeah, oh, I mean, dude, the graphics look good. Yeah. Oh yeah. The graphics look nice. They're I like real it. Good. Um, but yeah, I mean, just what like the kicking, the throwing. I mean, this it reminds me of Dead Island. It's very much like they kept that combat style. So, um, yeah, man, Dead Island Two is here. It's wild. It's wild to think about, but it's here. You got guns. You got lunging. You got you got that comedy. Yeah, are you dying down there? He's like fist bumping there. <laughs> but, um, the drama. I, oh, it's man. so cool. Yeah, it's wild. That pool's green. What is that, dude? Um, Post-apocalyptic, gr- man. You don't need to clean the pool. Worried about zombies. Yeah, for real. Yeah, there's story there. I'm very interested to see the story. It's going to be weird seeing like the characters of LA in this and... <laughs> How uh, how stereotypical they are to you know oh the, the Hollywood. <laughs> um, I hope they go so. super stereotypical Hollywood, LA, 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 <laughs> oh, from <man>. LA. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I mean just uh just you know so we have PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, Alexa, Alexa game control. I I don't I don't know what that is. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I don't really know what it is either. <laughs> so the, there's Stadia, but then on PC, it's an Epic Game Store exclusive, so you do have to get it to Epic Game Store. I don't care, man. I hope it's a good game, you know? Um, I can only hope that, I think for the most part, I mean, it's going to be a new universe, of course, and a new new setting and everything, um, which is awesome. I can only hope that they expand on some of the Dead Island 1 and Dead Island Riptide kind of gameplay and make it better in terms of quality of life and everything, so... That's my only hope, I think, going into it. So we'll see on February 3rd. Hopefully there's no delays. Um, they've been working on it for some time, though, and from gameplay, it's looking pretty good. So, yeah, um, very excited. Also very excited for Game Awards. Game Awards is going to be December 8th. He announced that. Yeah. So We're moving forward with it. Yeah, three months out, dude. It's is crazy to think about. How are you, like, what? How are we three months out? Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like this year has been going by real quick. I feel like yeah, a lot of stuff been fast. happening, and uh, it's been great doing the podcast with you, though. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I feel like it's we're a lot of fun. A good time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's been a. It, I feel like it's made the year go by faster because it's like 
every time we do an episode, it's like, dude, it's already been a week. It's already been a week. It's already been a week. And I'm just like, yeah, exactly. Like every time it's like, there's no way we just filmed yesterday. Like what the heck? So really like, it really does feel like that. Sometimes we're just like doing the weekend recap and I'm just like, dude, I feel like it's only been three days. (laughs) 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 It's been 24 hours. Why am I? (laughs) Dude. Oh man. Yeah, crazy. it's crazy. Uh, yeah, I think I, you know, I have a feeling like we'll, we'll definitely, I definitely want to talk about it some more. But who knows? I, I think a good, a good uh, season finale could be just a game awards recap, <laughs> just to close out the year, and then, and then we're, and then idea. we're, we're riding into the break after that. I think that's gonna be a good send off. Um, I think that's know. a good idea. So yeah, we'll talk about that more. Oh, uh, we should do. I'm wondering how we should go about this. I actually before we leave Gamescom, and I know you want to end on Dead Island. I want to give two game shout outs real quick okay. that i was personally interested in they are the first one is atlas falling which is going to oh, be yes, on yes. ps5 windows and xbox series x atlas falling is an action adventure game it's by description from the website uh well first of all it doesn't come out until 2023 but the description on the website is rise from the dust and glide the sands of timeless lands filled with ancient dangers mysteries and fragments of the past hunt legendary monsters with powerful sand infused weapons and abilities in spectacular super powered combat so from the cutscene, i was very intrigued because it's like it it's it's all cinematics but it looks like you have super abilities like super super powered combat abilities where he's yeah. lifting up a bridge to transport something on this convoy it's crazy but he dude. also this character is like fully shielded looking very like halo 3 like e3 trailer where he's like armored up but he's also wearing a cloak (laughs) yeah like and he's going to fight looks like looks like lion sand monsters (laughs) coming out of the sand you see that yeah and some coming out with a scythe and just like knocking people or like knocking these monsters to death they have super lightning powers looks nuts so crazy the, it looks pretty cool i'm interested in seeing how that plays out and the other game well i guess we could just let this play out it's not too much longer but it's uh i think it has a lot of potential what it, like what do you think did it yeah, catch your I mean, eye at all when you first saw it yeah i mean for sure combat looks interesting it's um like you were saying the the idea of like um the, the idea of abilities and like this style of like warrior i mean just look at this armor it's crazy yeah it's very much like kind of you know accentuated and then um but yeah you have the abilities to pair that that's um that's super dope so hey, look at this creature coming dude that is a big monster coming out of the sand right now yes dude yes i it it looks insane. it looks like a dinosaur mixed have you ever watched pitch black with uh oh damn Dude, I only saw bits and pieces of Vin Diesel. Was he in that movie? Vin Diesel, yes, Vin Diesel. You've only seen bits and pieces? I haven't seen the full thing. Hi, friend. If you want to... Okay, so I love those movies, that entire series, the Wendix series. I'm getting a little sidetracked here. But there's a monster in Pitch Black and his head shape and art style and rendering of the the CGI looks similar to that monster that just appeared out of the the dunes right there, the sand. Mm -hmm. I think it's pretty cool. I like... I want to see more of it to see what I'm getting into because yeah. it's supposed to be action adventure. It yeah. Doesn't say anything else. Yeah, Not I hope it's it. a. I'm hoping it's a co-op experience. Right? That'd be kind of dope. Um, That's actually looks like it's two been player. a while. Since, yeah, it um, should be. 
yeah it'd be cool it'd be a cool two-player game there's not to, it's you know it's rare that we get like two-player games nowadays that are just two players and not like you know yeah um i, I mean like, i mean the biggest thing dude line, no split screen i mean like, dude like, like yeah i mean you remember army of two did you ever play that game yeah. that was like one of the yeah. best co-op experiences like ever just like two-player you were raving about um, that for months i think um, yeah i don't i mean wow. i don't remember I, I just know it was a good game um but you know games like um games like um Oh, what have been some of the games that have come out recently like a way out was one that was a two-player co-op experience that was fantastic um and then take um, two one as well yeah it takes two that was the other one those those are like yeah. really good co-op games so yeah we need more two-player games you know what i'm saying more like nice little co-op experiences um we certainly do um well let me cut you off there i want to finish up with the last game that i was really interested in that we don't know yep. anything about we only see a cinematic it's where winds meet and just oh, yes. from the trailer, I was very intrigued. So there is no release date. And from what I can see, from what I've heard, is it's supposed to be a Chinese version of Ghost of Tsushima. Ooh. So uh, have you seen this trailer? Yes, My I did. Friend. I, you know, I actually very remember true. seeing this live. Um, and, you know, before you continue, I did see there was a part in this where, like, the uh, the cinematics kind of slow down. They get a little framey. Yeah, chat was roasting yeah. them. But that, I just remember that. That's all I really remember. But, I mean, you know, you know aesthetically, it looks great. It looks it looks high-demanding on a, on a PC because oh, it's yeah. going to be PC only. Yeah. Um, the graphics look incredible. So it's going to be published by Everstone Studio. I am personally not familiar with them. So, but it's going to be an action-adventure open-world game. And by description, it says, "Create legends in a time of unrest, and where winds meet is an uh, interactive open-world game featuring action, adventure, and martial arts. As a swordsman, you must face the tough choices in a swordsman's destiny. As division and unrest are about to come to an end on the stage of the Northern Song Dynasty, so it's basically ancient China." Yeah, I think. I think let's let's see if Song Dynasty. I'm not too familiar but i do love me some good history oh sung dynasty was actually real so 960 and it lasts until 1279 so yeah Dang. ancient china basically ancient upper china near uh liao and western z so, oh my gosh that's like sung dynasty was huge dude. holy crap okay it's a, dude some uh, that history of like chinese and like japanese dynasties it's like it's so Dude, easy. The oh, clans man. in Japan are wild. And if you go even further into the history of China and all the different dynasties and the empires of like come and gone, because China is like so old and so like, I, I, I don't know, revolutionary, I think, yeah. and has so many monumental things that happen in their history. It's just, I want to learn more about it. <laughs> yeah and I hope true. hopefully this is like somewhat accurate but the graphics look very clean like very oh, yeah. interesting the the combat i mean it looks like a typical thrasher kind of like button masher <laughs> yeah yeah is for it... sure um yeah i mean you have special good. abilities like running on water like what <laughs> yeah dude it's crazy i mean that, that sequence so. of uh of the the samurai jumping in the air and like shooting out the barrels on the boat like, that was insane man um but yeah crouching tiger hidden dragon style <laughs> saying dude i'm saying 
Um, yeah, so I think there's a lot of potential with these games coming up. I I think Gamescom in general was a success. What do you think? Yeah, I mean I think it was too. I think it was interesting. Um it's um I I think for the most part I like the games. Um I still hold the opinion of I think um particularly like next year in 2024, I think are going to hit harder because you know we're going to start seeing more games, some of the heavy hitters that are like going to be rounding out development and we see some interesting stuff come out of those years, but um but yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, it's I still love game conferences, whether or not it's like, I mean, unless it's like, unless it's like really bad, I mean, I always enjoy them. So <laughs> it's, um, I think this is definitely a, it's definitely a pretty good one. It's been, um, I think it was a good, uh, good opening night live overall. So that was, yeah, uh, yeah. for sure. I totally man. agree with that. I sure. think overall success and I'm glad we got to sit down and like do an entire episode dedicated towards it. Yeah. It's cool too. I mean, in terms of time, like we we're like hitting an hour twenty. So, <laughs> oh <laughs> really? We made really good time. So, cool. yeah. Um, yeah, there, there were, uh, um, Let me yeah. let me let the people know there were thirty six games that new release trailers and gameplay from Gamescom twenty twenty two, and we only covered like twenty nineteen or twenty. Yeah, yeah. So, there, there was a lot more. So, yeah, definitely worth checking out all the coverage. The heavy hitters for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely check out everything if you missed it. Um, yeah, overall pretty good. Um, I think we just, uh, it's the start of September, right, Mike? So, oh, yeah, we, uh, yeah. I think we could probably run through uh, what's going to be, uh, what people can expect this month. Sure. Uh, okay, so there are a couple of games. Um, I think we can go ahead. I'll, I'll just go ahead and start with the heavy hitters. There are a lot. So probably the first one would be Metal Hellsinger, which is... Basically, first-person shooter game is coming out September 15th on PC, PS4, Xbox One, PS5, and Xbox Series X and S. So keep an eye out for that. It looks pretty good. It's like, I, I wouldn't know exactly how to describe it. Like, first-person shooter, kind of Doom-esque. Like, switching through your guns really rapidly, destroying monsters. Like, proper thrash, you know? Yeah. The next one would probably be... No Place for Bravery, which is on PC and Switch. That comes out September 22nd. That game is like an indie platformer, 2D dimensional game. It looks like it has a really good story. Uh, the actual um, the art style is probably the best aspect of it. It looks really intriguing. Um, another one is The Last of Us Part 1. So, yeah, familiar. Yeah, September 2nd. That's actually going to be when this episode releases. So yeah, whoever listens okay. to this, it's, yeah, it's um, out. Yeah, I mean, I will say real quick, too. I've seen, um, I've heard a lot of reviews for, uh, for part one. Um, and, you know, overall, it's very positive. They said, um, they said it's actually a good remake. And they did, uh, did a good job of kind of not just uh, slapping better graphics on and calling it like a remake. They really spent time to, you know, improve. Um, they, they said that the, the, the um, the graphics in general and like the facial animations in particular, they um they said that they are they are exponentially improved and it actually makes the story a whole lot more interesting because you're seeing like the true expression um on characters' right. faces. So it really I sells the... it sells that story more, you know. Uh, an already amazing story, it makes it that much better. So um I heard it's overall a really good remake. So that's exciting to hear. I, I, I think the the biggest one that I saw was like the lighting aspect of the game is just ace 
A plus now. It's just like oh, yeah. so much better and all encompassing. Yeah. So yeah, I mean they're able to take they're able to take advantage of PS five, I think, to a really oh, absolutely high extent. So obviously Dude, yeah, that story is just so good. Yep, of course. And the whole reason why they're redoing it is for the PS five. There's no reason yeah. to have it on PS four. Yeah. They're doing it specifically for the graphic upgrade. Yeah. There's that. There, I also heard too, of course, they're working on the uh, HBO series, Last of Us HBO series. Yes. So they there's are. there's some I've speculation seen a that, about that. Yeah, I mean, there, there there's some kind of I think speculation that you know they're they're releasing this too. So when that series comes out, sure enough, there's probably going to be some people that are going to say, oh, maybe I should go check out the source material, and they're like going to go play the game, and they'll yeah. have a brand new like here's here's the best possible version of this game <laughs> that you can play on the shiny new graphics. So that's probably part of the reason why they went down that route but i mean also i mean also that story's so good so the fact that they made it even better it's like that's insane to me <laughs> like which but it's awesome and it's enough to the point where you know whenever i do end up getting a ps5 i'm i may consider especially on a discount going and getting that game and running through it again because it's like everyone's saying it is um it, the story is just that much better with the uh, enhancements so it really does look clean though yeah. i i i actually I don't remember the first time I played or went all the way through Last of Us. So I think this could be along the lines of like something I would want to get into. Yeah. Maybe talk to a buddy of mine that has a PS5, ask to borrow it for like two weeks. Tell <laughs> me, oh, man. Maybe so, worth it. Who knows? Yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, but moving on. So that hits three games so far. Let's go with a, a fourth. There is a Valkyrie Elysium. That's on PS4 and 5. What I've seen is like more of like a thrashing kind of game like button mashing uh like it's very japanese style i think would be the best way to put it um i've heard people say it's similar to a souls game in a way hmm. uh the story looks really really good or fa final fantasy would probably be a better description than souls but it looks very clean the graphics look good the next game is the dio field dio field I believe uh chronicle that's gonna be released september 22nd that's on pc ps4 xbox one ps5 xbox series x and s and switch so everything but pretty much pc well no it is on pc my bad it's on everything and it's essentially a uh turn-based strategy game almost looks like top-down view game it from what i've seen is people are very excited about it there is a beta out as well that's apparently pretty good so then moving on with the next one and we actually mentioned this or i mentioned this might have been our last episode yeah no two episodes ago two episodes ago i mentioned this splatoon 3 and oh yeah it looks pretty good so splatoon 3 is going to be on the switch it is september 9th so that's coming out in a week of this episode's being released and it just looks like splatoon I mean, it looks like the graphics are a little bit more updated, it, better combat, there's a little bit more weapon variation now. Uh, it looks like it's becoming a competitive arena shooter. It's so crazy, like Splatoon. What looks like a kid's game is like yeah. See, super competitive. Very seriously. Yeah. So, <laughs> I could have fun with this. It looks very cool. They added some extra weapons. There's like a crossbow in here. There's a weapon where you can suck up other people's like paint and then fire it back at them so nice. pretty cool it looks very nice uh moving on to the next game would be solstice this is more of a souls game this is uh coming out september 20th it's gonna be on pc ps5 
Xbox Series X and S. And if you haven't seen the gameplay for this, I highly suggest it. It's it looks very very interesting, um, very intense. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's the best way to put it. The graphics look really really good. I don't exactly understand what the story is about, but it looks good. It looks I I'm intrigued to see more gameplay of it. So definitely keep an eye out for that. This coming out September twentieth. You have now Isanzo, Isanzo, I believe. Let me see how you pronounce this. I got. Give me. Figure this out. How do we pronounce? Isanzo, Isanzo. I said Isanzo. So Isanzo, <laughs> with an I. It's going to be uh, PC, PS4, Xbox One, PlayStation Five, Xbox Series X and S. That's going to be on September thirteenth. So in two weeks. Uh, it is basically a World War One game. That's oh. the best way to put it. Uh, Storm of the beaches, Storm of the mountains. I, they're in like the Alps, fighting. The graphics look incredible. Oh, I will wow. say that your old school fashioned World War One uh, weapons, tactics. Uh, you, like the coolest scene that they have in this trailer is you're trying to get through barbed wire while you're being like shelled on. And it's like you and the rest of your squad, and the barbed wire's in your way, so you have these like clippers, and you're trying to clip them open, <laughs> so to like escape out of the trench to run forward. Yeah, pretty intense. Uh, moving on to the next game is Return to Monkey Island, which was also at Gamescom. Oh yeah, it's gonna release September 19, 2022. It's on PC and Switch, and I'm not even sure how to describe this game. It's just <laughs> like a story-driven chaos kind of game let me see here i'll pull it up since i have the description written down one of the games i've written down from gamescom it's by devolver digital and lucas films games so that's kind of interesting yeah yeah it's a graphics adventure kind of like a comic um and it's a sequel so it's pretty interesting it's a it's an upcoming point and click adventure game developed by ron gilbert's terrible toy box and it is the sixth game of Monkey Island. While the game starts immediately after Monkey Island 2, it is not a sequel to it. So, it's supposed to be the conclusion to the entire series. I am not too familiar with it, but... Not either, I must say. Yeah, but it's coming up. And the last game is Steel Rising. That's going to be September 8th, 2022. That's on PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, and S. And the best way to describe this one is you are a robot... Super character in the French Revolution of era of France fighting bosses that are like robots. <laughs> it's it's if I had to say what a video game was, I'd have given them the description of this game. <laughs> so oh, it looks pretty good. Um, there's a lot of I, I I don't know what to call it. It just looks interesting. Yeah, hey, sounds interesting. I'll say that for sure. Yeah, so. That pretty much covers the, the main hitters for this month. And it should be fun. should be good. I think October, November, December are going to be where the true games are going to be coming out. A lot of heavy hitters. Yeah. Along with all the hardware. So I feel like it's going to be quite the uptick in content that we're going to be shipping out on hardware and new games. Dude. And I'm here for it. I'm buckle up. Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. About to get yeah. crazy. Speaking... Speaking of new content, we are in the process of scheduling a returned guest to bring him on the show. 
oh, do yeah. a little bit of a special, get an update, see what it's like to be a content creator this day and age, his growth metrics, how he's been doing. And so keep an eye out for that. We don't have everything set in stone yet, so we're not going to give you an official date, but it's in the works. So Oh, yeah. Yes. You will, you will see soon enough. I will say that. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think we pretty much covered everything we wanted to cover for this week. Do you have anything left, Kyle? We got it all. We got to get we got to get these people out of here. We've been we've been had them for an hour and a half yeah. now. Come out. That's a fact. Well, if Ooh. you made it, comment below. Oh dear. Please let us know. let us know. You make let it to the end. You made it this far. The real ones, man. You're, we're, if you make it this far, we're pinning the comment. Exactly. You, comment about like, it, you know what? We're pinning the comment. What, what, what should they comment? Like, let's give them a word that they wouldn't otherwise know. Unless, oh, that's on you. That's on you. They wouldn't otherwise know. Um, you know, wumpa fruit. There you go. Little uh, wumpa fruit. Dude, do you know? Uh, it's um. Oh, what is that game? Ah, uh, I literally know the fruit, but not the game. I'm a, I'm a freak. Thinking of um. Wumpa fruit. Oh my gosh. I actually am blanking out. Wumpa loompa, dude. Wumpa fruit collection. Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot. Why am I blanking out like that? Anyway, Crash Bandicoot. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Wumpa, comment Wumpa Fruit if you made it this far. I want to see. W- I want to see something, you know? I want to see something. <laughs> All right, well, let's let the people go. Let's let them get back to their daily lives. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. If you had to listen to multiple bits, we totally understand. We appreciate you doing that as well. We're on all the social medias. You can check us out in the description below. We're on YouTube, where you're probably watching this in video format. We're going to try to upload again to Spotify video, but it's been wonky lately. Yeah, um, very. So hopefully that works. And then everybody else that's on like all the 9, 10, 15 other platforms that were uploaded for for uh, audio format, we appreciate you too. So Appreciate y'all. Thanks, for, Thanks for listening, everyone. Yep. I am your host, Michael Anthony. This is Mr. J.K. Heath, Kyle Heath. We're signing out. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out. Bye.